Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Good afternoon, Mr. Rick Schaefer. Well, Randy, after, excuse me, I had to turn my volume up. Um, after being in Little Rock yesterday and having Sam Pittman and all the other things, good things in the show, is this kind of anticlimactic? I mean, oh, yeah. Back in the station. Yawn, yawn. <laughs> we do have baseball coming up soon, though, and this is a big series. If Arkansas wins tonight, they eliminate Vanderbilt from the championship. They've still got two other teams to deal with, LSU and Florida, and, and we don't need to talk about tomorrow night or Saturday night, but tonight, winning the first game of this series is really, really a big deal. And uh, obviously they're going with Hagen Smith. Uh, it's going to be great to have Jared Wagner back. Hope that Monday we're talking about him, talking to him about what a great weekend he had. So, um, so yes, no Sam Pittman tonight, uh, although that was a good informative session you had with him. And uh, but baseball tonight at six o'clock, pregame at five thirty, right? What did you come away with, mainly well, the, from Sam Pittman? Yeah, I guess the biggest question, because there's not a whole lot more that can be said, and, and he made it sound like they're okay at safety with what they have without moving a bunch of people there. We, we know those have got to be discussions going on. In other words, he wasn't going to start naming guys to move there. And, yes, they did have some guys that he thought could play there, and he named the uh, two transfers into the program, one of whom would be a corner. They can play him at nickel. But um, I think the scheduling deal is intriguing because the SEC meetings are coming up in two weeks. And all of us, all of us have been led to believe it's 3-6. But evidently 1-7 is still on the table. And, and I was very surprised by that. He mentioned 1-7. He said he's more for the 3-6. Later when he was talking to other media there, he mentioned the same three that we've talked about. So obviously it's in the works that if Arkansas, if it's a 3-6, it's going to be Missouri, Ole Miss, and Texas. And that's what we've been led to believe a couple months ago. Um, but the 1-7, i got to tell you, stinks. Because I know who the one's going to be. It'll be Missouri. Mm-hmm. And, and okay, Missouri, look, Arkansas needs to start winning that game. Uh, I, you and I have complained about it all the time, and then Missouri keeps winning the game. So I, I get that. Arkansas needs to win the game, but if that's the only team you play every year, you're you're losing. I mean, Arkansas-Texas would be the biggest rivalry Arkansas would have. You're losing Arkansas-Texas A&M every year. You're losing Arkansas-LSU and Ole Miss every year. Obviously, you don't mind Alabama because they win all the time. But I, I so anyway that that to me prompted the thought process, and then from what I've read today. That's still at least in discussion. Now, we're going to find out in the next two and a half weeks because the meetings start on Memorial Day. And I think by, okay, that's May the 29th. So when they have their press conference on June the 1st, I think they'll, by then, if they haven't already, they will announce what it is. What do you think? Well, why should that not be the first topic of conversation regardless? Get it out of the way. Get it settled. Uh, I mean, we're, we're talking... Not this upcoming season. This season is done. But you've got travel considerations. I mean, there's there's so many things that are in play uh, if you're only talking one permanent non-conference opponent or whether you're talking, well, I'm not sure 
we're going to be saying non-conference. I think there is the question whether or not it's going to be one division. And uh, I think that's I think that's settled. I think it'll be. You one think division. it is done? Okay, I think, I, I think that'll be done. But but the, to your point, and we mentioned this yesterday, is. Everybody and I, I think I shocked Trey Biddy by telling him Arkansas has a game scheduled at Tulsa, back like yeah, in twenty twenty seven or yes, something. Yes, you did. At Tulsa, what's that about? You know, and I just all I know is that's what I've written down because it was on the schedule. It's a twofer. You get two games with Tulsa and Fayetteville. You get one in Tulsa. Gosh, I don't know if Arkansas has played in Tulsa since maybe the forties uh, when Tulsa was really good. But anyway. Um, some you, one, and some, what is that about? Is, what is that about? Again, it's it's probably a twofer. You get two in Fayetteville for one in Tulsa, and uh, Tulsa has traditionally come to Fayetteville, and maybe they said, "Look, we'll we'll play you again, but we want at least one game in Tulsa." And the point is, the game will sell out w- with Razorback fans if if they have enough tickets. But um, nonetheless, as you look at the future schedules, somebody's going to have to go. And the first schedule you look at is 2024. The non-conference teams are UAPB at Oklahoma State, Kent State, and Louisiana Tech. I'm guessing because they made such a big deal out of playing in-state games, and even though they've played UAPB once, I'm guessing that game will stay, and it's at Little Rock. So that means either Kent State or Louisiana Tech is going to have to go off the schedule. Now, on the ones I've looked at, I don't think they've announced any other year in the future, all four non-conference opponents. So maybe some of them are still unsettled and they don't they just won't schedule them. But uh, at any rate, that's that's one of the things under consideration. We'll see. The other thing is, it's interesting, and I'm sure you've been reading this, uh, Sports Illustrated has covered this diligently. ESPN has not had a word about it. I, I'm just, I, I can't imagine. At least ESPN's website, not one word about what's going on with the Pac-12, the Big 12, and the ACC. The Pac-12 is in total panic mode. They, they've got a, they, they're talking about expanding with San Diego State and SMU. Not exactly blockbuster expansions. That would get them back to 12 schools since they've lost USC and UCLA. In the meantime, the Big 12 is talking about raiding half of the Pac-12. Correct. Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah. And they would go from 12 teams to 16. That would be a major plus for the Big 12. Evidently, their new commissioner is aggressive as aggressive can be. But the even bigger story is the ACC, which we always thought was okay. Florida State and Clemson are trying to figure out a way to make more money. Evidently, it's seven against seven. It's a seven-on-seven game. There are seven schools in the in the ACC that want to figure they want more money, even if it means getting out of it. And there are seven that are content to stay regardless. But that there are a couple drawbacks. Yesterday I was reading about, obviously, their TV contract goes through 2036, and that means total rights to their home games. What that means is, let's say Clemson would go to the SEC. Not that the SEC would take them, but let's say that happened. Uh, they go to the SEC. Through the thir- 2036 season, every home game that Clemson plays, let's say Georgia plays at Clemson, and that's normally part of the SEC package. It won't be part of the SEC package. Even if they're both SEC teams, the money for that game goes to the ACC. So Clemson gets, they get nothing from a TV package, or they and maybe the SEC would throw them a bone and say, okay, we'll give you part of our package, but then they got to turn around and their home games goes to the ACC. That's a problem. What I read today, and you may have read this, is the ACC has a copyright on its teams, right? On its teams, and copyright laws are really tough to get out of. In other words, if they're thinking they can leave the league, even if there's a financial penalty, even if they don't get their TV rights, there's a copyright deal there. They're not going to get out of that. So the ACC is right now they're pretty well stuck. And as we mentioned on the program either yesterday or the day before. Starting in 2026, yeah, 2026, each of their schools will make, at best, $30 million less per year than every SEC school. At best, and it could be worse than that. And, and, you're not finishing the rest of the story. Okay, Paul Harvey. Apparently, seven of the schools that want out met privately. Yeah, right. <laughs> upsetting the other seven once they found out. 
And apparently about two years ago, this came up as a potential issue and died on the vine because there wasn't anywhere near the support that it is today. The other seven are going to have to consider. Now, I don't know if it's going to be limited to, let's just say, Florida State, Clemson, Miami. Um, I don't know who else could be what you might consider to be the big dogs. Kind of like Texas and Oklahoma. At one point in the Big 12, they always got bigger shares yeah. than the other schools did to right. keep them happy. Yeah. Well... Is the other seven going to concede and say, okay, we'll give up about mm, $10 million of our share? You're saying $30, $30 million less? Well, okay, we'll go ahead and pitch another $10 million and we'll give that to Clemson, Miami, and Florida State to keep them happy. So that, that apparently is lurking in the background. Now, everything else that you said is absolutely correct. They're, uh, it's going to cost them... One hundred and twenty million. Yeah, to leave. Each to leave. Right. Yeah. Each to leave. One hundred and twenty million to yeah. each. Each. You know. Then they give up those rights, as you're mentioning, if they play an, another ACC opponent in in a future game, then they would lose their TV rights to the ACC. Yeah. Whoever they said there was, there oh. were several of the, I don't know if it was presidents or athletic directors, that were seeing this contract for like the first time. They're like, wait a minute. Who wrote well, this thing up? The previous commissioner. and But it was it, it was like a 20-year deal. Yeah. And so it's got all... Iron 2023, and it goes through 2036. So it was a steal for ESPN. Correct. Now, for the first two or three years, it sounded great. But in light of where dollars are now, it's horrible. And so that's but that but yeah who would lock who would lock you in for twenty years in the changing face of college athletics? It was interesting. Also, their commissioner tried to put this spin on it as, well, you know, how much money you make doesn't determine whether you can win championships or not. Now there is some truth to that uh, because you can. I think you could have a lower budget and still compete. Look what TCU did last year. Now that might be a once. In a 25-year deal for TCU, very well could be. I'm not talking about them winning. They they might win eight or nine games, but I'm talking about playing in the playoff. That that might have been a one deal, but you know TCU's budget doesn't compare to anybody in the SEC. So uh, he does have a point there. In professional sports, of course, it's a little different because you got drafting and signing and all that kind of stuff. But I brought this point up, and not to be injurious to you, but. When Baltimore played Tampa Bay, those were they were uh, Tampa Bay was leading the East and Baltimore second. I think they still are. Um, those were the 28th and 29th highest paid budgets in in a 30 team league. So you're talking about teams that are winning. But now part of that is for Baltimore, it's because so many of their guys have come through their draft system and they're not in a position to make a lot of money yet. Some of them are going to be good enough that they will be, but they're not right now. So uh, you can do it, but your window's short. Your your window is not very long. So that's why I say with TCU, what they did last year, they may never come close to that again. I will weigh in with Marianne's thoughts. Okay. Because when Marianne speaks, we yeah. listen. Yeah, she's pretty pretty sharp. Uh, this from our Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback. Marianne says, "Hey, Rick." The Uh-oh. ACC is done for, regardless of what the contract or TV deal says. Rick thinks contracts can't be bought out, but they can and will easily. The ACC won't even exist, so they won't get any money for any team games. What you aren't realizing is that the league won't exist anymore, so nobody will be there to enforce <laughs> any rights or copyrights or anything else, the league, they are going to, they are going to, we'll pay most of the fee for them. The ACC isn't going to be able to stand on any ground. So the league they're going to is going to pay the fee for them? 
No, Marianne, here's here's where I would totally. Disagree I don't think a billion you. dollars is coming out of the SEC's kitty. No, 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 no. That, and and here's the here's the problem with that. And Marianne is really brilliant, but not. Uh, I'm going to contest what you're saying here. Number one, because if let's say seven teams leave, there's seven teams that are still there. Those seven teams still are going to have to pay their 120 million dollars. Multiply that times seven. That's 860 million dollars. Those out of seven other teams, they can play a long time with that kind of money. And so, you know, if all of a sudden you put those in their coffers and say, hey, let's go out and get three more schools, and I don't know who's available. You might get Connecticut or, you know, somebody else out there. Uh, you're going to be okay. Number two, the copyright. So if you are still a league, then the copyright rules are still stand. And, yes, those are going to be very difficult to get out of. The other, the other point is, and... This is in some of the things I've read, too, is the SEC is pretty happy with 16 teams. Clemson is in a state that the SEC already has, South Carolina. You can bet South Carolina doesn't want Clemson in the SEC. You've already got Florida in the, in the, in the SEC. I, you can bet Florida does not want Florida State or Miami in the SEC. So just to say that those teams, just because they're good schools and they're good football teams, that the SEC is going to engulf them, not so fast. I don't think so. I think 20, if that's the next number for expansion. But if the only way I can see is the SEC ever expanding out of 20 is if the Big Ten expanded to 20. Maybe. Because but I that, think that's the only conference that the SEC right now pays any attention right. to and certainly respects. And the Big Ten payoff is really good, too. In fact, I think in some ways it may be better than the SEC. Correct. But it's really, really good. But I would say um, if you expand to 20, they're not going to do it unless there's more money for them. In other words, if you say, well, if we had four schools ESPN, are you going to increase the contract? If they say no, they're not going to do it. No, no, They're not going to no. split it fewer ways. The other thing is you've got to go places where you aren't. And that's why... Clemson and Florida State aren't where they're going to go. They're going to go to North Carolina, and they're going to go to Virginia and say, here's here's two states we don't have right now, whether it's Virginia or Virginia Tech. Uh, NC and NC State. Yeah, perhaps. So uh, that that's where they would probably aim because, again, it's about, it's about TVs. It's about how many people are watching TV, not whether your program's any good or not. In fact, there's, there's a hesitancy. Why do you want to bring in two more teams say Clemson and Florida State, because Florida State's back on the up again, why do you want to bring in two teams that uh, threaten your uh, the teams that are in the league? Because, you know, Oklahoma and Texas to some degree do that. I'm not sure they want to bring in two more like that. Well, since we are basically looking into all of these foggy, <laughs> cloudy crystal balls, yeah. I don't know if you read this story today or not, Rick. But when you read the headline, the first thing that comes into my mind, in essence, ESPN started off as a cable entity, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now. They still are, aren't they? Well, they still they've are. Got, they've got uh, streaming and they've got Facebook. I mean, they've got a website and all that, too. Yeah. Now, if you're talking about what could turn the face of college athletics uh, upside down Hmm. if ESPN goes through with what they are looking at and ESPN is part of Disney yeah and the headline and that's why it grabbed my attention quickly it said ESPN plans to go streaming only streaming only as uncertainty surrounds cable television. In other words, YouTube TV, now you have ESPN TV. And they bundle all their little stuff together, ESPN Plus and all the other things. And how can that be lucrative, you say? Hmm... As of December the 31st, 2022, not that many months ago, Disney Plus, Disney Plus 
at 161.8 million subscribers. ESPN Plus had 24.9. So if you put all your eggs, if you're ESPN, take it off the cable, strip cable down. I mean, it's not going to go away, but you take away a big component like ESPN, and now it becomes ESPN Plus or ESPN whatever, and that's your only option is through streaming. All of a sudden now, Amazon Prime doesn't look quite as stupid in paying as much as they are for the NFL. Well, that's an interesting thought. Number one, Disney Plus uh, over the last six months has lost subscribers. It's the first time that's happened to them. So even those numbers you gave are very, very good, but they used to have more than that. And, and again, that's the first time that's happened. So if you add ESPN, would that get some of them back? You know why a lot of people cut the cable? I know this is on our program. This is It is almost impossible to believe this. There are people that don't watch sports. And ESPN is the most expensive property no. on the cable. Yeah, yeah. There are people that actually don't watch sports. I don't get it. You know, when everybody was talking about Netflix when they first started, and we now have Netflix because we get it free for life uh, through our uh, T-Mobile subscription. And that was that was an un, uh, that was a that was amazing, and and we watched Netflix some, but you know you think well why would you watch Netflix because you can't watch live news you can't watch live sports, but there's a lot of pretty good entertainment on Netflix I must say and we don't watch TV shows. Oh my Joe, it, did you hear that? Yeah, yeah. So, so did you but, hear that, Joe? But they, but but what I'm saying is, a lot of people cut the cords and go to that. Those people that are cutting the cords and going to Netflix are not gonna. All of a sudden, subscribe to Disney Plus because they have ESPN. Joe, was he not making fun of us the other day for listening and watching Prime? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice, well, nice, nice, praising Netflix. He's flipped. Oh, my gosh. Both well, sides. I it's coming out. Amazon Prime. <laughs> Drive Time Sports will continue. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, one of Arkansas's leaders in hay equipment. They handle a full line of Kubota tractors and hay tools, as well as Vermeer hay products. 501-268-1987. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, your hometown dealer no matter where you live. Get in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore every day from 10 to 1. Live from the Oakwan Racing Casino Resort Studios on 103.7 The Buzz. Online marketplaces like Facebook have become flooded with sketchy cars and even shadier unlicensed car dealers. These vehicles are sold one after another and often have rebuilt or salvaged titles. Buyer beware because purchasing vehicles outside of a reputable licensed car dealer leaves you with zero consumer protection. Avoid any problems by shopping Guatney Butte Jim C. next to Sam's in North Little Rock. All pre-owned vehicles at Guatney endure an exhaustive inspection process and background check. At Guatney Butte Jim C., you can be sure you're getting what you pay for when it comes to pre-owned vehicles. This month, new Sierras qualify for 0.9% financing. Get new GMC terrains at just 1.9%. Plus, everything, everything on our lot qualifies for 90 days, no payments. That's right, no payments for 90 days. Guatney Butte Jim C., next to Sam's in North Little Rock. Our website, guatneybuttejimc.com. Guatney Butte Jim C., Pulaski County's only Butte Jim C. dealer. GMC, we are professional grade. Do you need rainwater halt in Sexton? Anywhere in the state, dial 888-8888. It really is just that easy. If you've been injured and need help, it doesn't matter where in Arkansas you are. Just dial 888-8888. We'll come to you. I'm Mike Rainwater of Rainwater Holton Sexton. We have been thankfully serving our Kansans for years, and we appreciate the trust you've put in us. We work hard for you, Arkansas, each and every day. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. It's time to put your pedals to the pavement for the 20th annual Car Tie Tour de Rock on Saturday, June 3rd in North Little Rock. Hit the road and race Tour de Rock as you select from 25, 50, 62, 80, or even 100 miles. Following the ride, celebrate with great food, good music, and fun at the after party. All proceeds benefit Car Tie and the Cancer Patients of Arkansas. To register or for more info, visit CarTie.com. 
This is Pat Bradley for my friends at Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton and their Summerado Loan Special that's available for all five counties Alcoa serves. Interest rates as low as 2.49%. Take the summer off with no payments for 90 days or how about 84 months financing? Offer valid on new 22 or 23 models or you can refinance your current auto loan. Go to alcoacommunityfcu.org and apply securely online today. Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton now serving Grant, Garland, Hot Spring and Perry counties. It's Justin Aker for Serta Pro, my go-to painter. I've used them for so many projects in a few of my homes over the years, and I've got a new project I'm about to get them to work on. It's an outdoor deck. Stain it, seal it, make it look great and protective for the future. Make an investment in your future by getting Serta Pro to paint the outside of your home and improve that curb appeal. If you're thinking about selling or just want to have a nicer place to come home to every day, Serta Pro can help with all of it. They'll help you with paint selection if you need it. They're going to clean up afterwards. You're going to be thrilled. Each Serta Pro painter's business is independently owned and operated. They live in your community. You can schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Hey, crazy month last month. Mitch making us take all that money off them trucks? No, Ryan, Mitch said 8000 off. Man, maybe this month would be a lot smoother. Gosh. Hey, guys, I got an idea to make it $10,000 off this month. How? We need extra trade-ins, right? With $2,000 trade-in incentives, you get $10,000 off all new 23 Ram Bighorn trucks in stock. If you don't believe us, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Spring during the Memorial Day sales event. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. First Security is lending more than a hand. Now, First Security is busy helping our customers by providing the loans they need. Some of us need help, and there is First Security. So whether it's for your home, your business, or your family at First Security, we have the type of loan that's right for you. Whether it's a personal loan, home loans and refinancing, home equity loans. We talk a lot about home equity loans, home improvement, college education, debt consolidation, or maybe a commercial loan. Maybe you want to buy a home, real estate, whatever it may be, a business, construction, equipment, lines of credit. When you need a loan, you'll find one here. Call or stop by any First Security location today for better loans backed by better personal service. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. Uh, I hope he's listening because I'm expecting uh, one Bart Reed. But uh, so far, I haven't seen one Bart Reed. So, hmm. hopefully we'll hear from Bart in a moment. Maybe he got busy. Is one Bart Reed like the Ohio State University? Is he yeah, one yeah, Bart yeah, Reed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One Bart Reed. Oh, by the way, I, I need to get this. I, I need to go ahead and say this because you were, I mean, you just ridiculed me beyond. I mean, I had, I had to climb underneath the table. I mean, here I am at this one uh Razorback. Razorback. Yeah, that's great. Show. And, it was great. and we got to talking, if you remember, about the first round matchup with the Boston Celtics. Yeah. And the um, and you said Miami it's a freebie. Heat. It wasn't a freebie. You wanted Boston to win, and they didn't win. I told you they were going to get smoked, and they did. You oh, no. Get no. Yes, I did. You did? Did I? Okay. Joe. Back me up on this. Oh, yeah. He, he wasn't you confident in what the Celtics were doing at six all. Six point game. Is that smoked? Yeah, that game. That, that final that score final was a lot score. closer than the game exactly. was. Okay. It's almost like the Lakers and the Nuggets the other night. I see. It oh, may have looked good at the end, but really, and actually, L.A. had a better chance of winning that game against Denver than what Boston did last night against Miami. I'm telling you, Rick, this series, I'm not sure it can go five games. <laughs> Come on. See, good what I tell you, Joe. 
He does it to me all the time. <laughs> it's going to go more than five games. Now, uh, maybe Mike thinks they're all rigged to go seven games <laughs> for the money. I don't know if it is or not, but uh, at any rate. Well, I, I need to do – I need – I'm sorry I can't I can't restore my pride and my ego because we've got somebody else we need to make sure we talk to. It's time for the basketball insider in Arkansas. <laughs> it's pure sweats, skills, and trainings. Bart Reed, made possible by Martin Orthopedics, with locations in Little Rock, North Little Rock, Cabot, and Hot Springs Village, staffed with fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons and sports medicine specialists. For more information on the web, go to martinortho.care. Now, here's Bart. Well, Bart. Hello, gentlemen. What's up? Long time no talk. How is everybody? <laughs> That's right. You know, Bart, you're the... I just said to Randy, it's like being the Ohio State University. You are the Bart Reed. You're one Bart Reed. It's, that's pretty amazing. What that's right. That? When McPherson called me the other day, I, he, he just called me by Bart. And I said, oh, call back. And let's, <laughs> let's introduce it the right way. Uh-oh. So, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> wow! Here, I, here I was fishing for some great hum, humility show of humility by Bart, and instead he just went right, went right along with it. Said, "Yeah, you're right, man. I am the. How about this? That? Is the Bart Reed? Rick, that was out of my character, right? I, no, normally, I wouldn't do that, so I apologize. I had That's to do. Okay. Uh, well, hey, hey Randy, ought to, me Randy ought to ask the questions today because he just deserted us when you were on yesterday. He just, you know, oh, man, that was that was chaos. Yeah. Uh, I lost signal, and for 30 minutes, I kept hitting redial. Finally, we rebooted the entire system, and I was able to get back on. But uh, I hated missing that. I, 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 I love asking you questions because I've got questions now. It seemed like I'm not sure how much you've been able to keep up with the combine going in Chicago. And yep. it, it looks like it's almost like an elevator to a degree. Uh, with Jordan Walsh, you know, they did the early testing. Boy, they're raving about, you know, this, that, and the other. Uh, what, seven-foot-two wingspan. Then they get into yeah. playing games, and he didn't score, but he had five mm-hmm. rebounds, five assists. Now today it looks like he's playing the entire game, and uh, I'm guessing that after today his stock will go back up. Bart, help kind of explain how this process works yeah. because it seems like it is an elevator with some of these guys up one day, down the next, and then back up the next. It is. And this is why a lot of, so guys, you can't, I think there's only one projected, I think, top first round pick that is not going to participate in the five on five scrimmages. So it's almost like a lot of people will opt out maybe of the shuttle run and some of the, the vertical leap. Most everyone plays five-on-five, five, and it's by far the most riskiest proposition out there because everybody's trying to get theirs. Everybody's trying to show that they're the top dog. So you can have these swings in the game. And if we remember last year, right, remember Jalen Williams had the great first game, kind yeah. of mesmerized, yeah. and then – and then he took the game off because, you know, he had a knee injury. But listen, he was happy to take the game off because it's less risk, so you don't get this. Jordan Walsh is showing us the exact reason why. He was a late entry into the NBA draft pool. Inconsistency shooting the basketball. I have no doubt he can defend right now at that level. We've said this. He's an NBA-level athlete right now. Not not three years from now, right now. But his ability to shoot, even put it on the deck and make decisions whether to pass and shoot, they're not there. It's not caught up with the rest of his game. But certainly, Coach Musk was really on the defensive about him yesterday, and five rebounds is great. He did not look good yesterday at all. Let's call it what it is. But certainly, I think this has put him where he is. He is a late first round at best low second round or early second round draft pick and I think guys that's where he belongs and that's probably where he'll stay unless he comes back to college what can he do in his limited time Bart what can he do while he's there in Chicago to raise this stock what can he do 
Well, he he really need, really that's why you have to go in extremely prepared, and this is why I think Nick Smith and, and certainly you know Randy, we, Rick and I talked about it. Anthony Blackwell with his measurable too, his mm-hmm. vertical leap, his his size, all that stuff. Anthony Black and Jordan Walsh are going to share the same curse, and that is shooting the basketball. So putting shots in will be a big, big help. But if he can facilitate and show that he can facilitate some other forms of offense, distribution, driving kick, uh, taking down in the post, getting rebound putbacks, he needs to be as active as he can be and really, really focus and make sure his feet are set and he's confident when he shoots the basketball. I've said this, and we saw this with the Razorbacks this year. A lot of these guys don't know what's a good shot. Now the court spreads out, so mid-range becomes even more valuable, I think, to the individual player, not to the team, but to the individual player. These guys are moving, but they're not ready to shoot the ball. Be ready to shoot the ball, stay active, play hard, and I think he's going to show that he's always going to play hard. Show leadership. And that's what Nick Smith's been trying to do during his interview process is show leadership, show that he's a franchise-type player, show that college was basically just a little inconsistent blip on the radar, and he's ready to be a franchise player. Okay, Bart, I've got a couple of questions here real quick from our Asher Record Service Company live feedback. From Keith, I think you've kind of answered it, uh, but you did not per se, on Anthony Black and Nick Smith Jr. Keith says, any updated draft projections for these two? Jordan Walsh as well. You covered that with Jordan late first round, maybe at the very best, certainly mid second round is more than likely. What about any updated draft projections for Anthony Black and Nick Smith Jr.? Well, listen, I'm going to go a little more than I might even name a team. I might be bold to name some teams here. Um, I, I really think, if you're looking at it, this is going to be quite interesting because Nick, Nick Smith and Anthony Black could really be almost outside of maybe another player, almost be the first like true combo guard taken. And the Wizards are interesting at eight. They need a guard. Now, a year ago, they would have jumped all over Nick Smith. It would be interesting to see, do they take Anthony Black at eight? Leave Nick Smith on the board. Because I really think this. The Thunder don't need a guard, but they've only taken guards in the draft. So a lot of people that know the Thunder know that they're going to take a guard. So we're talking about potentially what maybe Nick Smith-Isaiah Joe combo could be really interesting. He does not, Nick Smith does not go past Toronto at 13. Is it 13 or 14, guys? I'm, I, 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 think, have it's, front I of think it's 14. 14. Mark it down, take it to the bank, mortgage your house, go to the casino. He's not oh going past gosh. 14, baby. Goodness. Is that why you're the He is gone. <laughs> <'Cause> you, <laughs> the Bart Reed owns my house. I just mortgaged it. <laughs> I, I think he snapped up and listen. The Terrell Bay's happier than Toronto to grab him that late was projected to be a top three pick. So, but I think there's still more time that can things can move. And what's going to be interesting is these private workouts. Anthony Black, thirty percent from the three point line. Uh, that is when you get an individual workout or a small group workout in front of an NBA a NBA executive, not shooting the basketball is going to stand out like you would not believe. I had the chance to watch Jason Tatum's pre-draft with Drew Hanlon when Celtics and everybody was – the knock on Jason Tatum, guys, was that at that time he could not shoot the basketball. He shot it 6 to 7% better than Anthony Black. So Holy if, if you're in college, so that's how you can see Black slipping and Nick Smith sliding above because Nick is a much better shooter and not just off the dribble, off the pin downs and ball screen or uh, wide pin downs and screen. Hold, hold on, hold on, the Bart Reed, hang on. <laughs> Drive time sports will continue. Justin Moore tests your Razorback knowledge with Razorback Trivia, presented by Capital Smokehouse and Grill, downtown Little Rock's go-to lunch spot.
Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Store right here in Sherwood. Well today I want to talk to you about why I would like for you to consider Fletcher Dodge when you need a new or pre-owned vehicle. You know, shopping for an automobile makes most people uncomfortable. It can be a stressful experience, but we want to take away the stress and give you a pleasant buying experience with confidence in what you hear and you see. Folks, our business depends on you returning to us over and over again over the years. We've been here in Sherwood for over 25 years, and many of you have bought five, six, or seven vehicles from us. Most of our sales staff has been here a long time. As you know, all of our pre-owned vehicles have the prices right on the windshield. Our best price is there for everyone to see, and our new cars have Frank Fletcher's green tag showing all of our specials. So folks, please come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood, or you can shop us online at FletcherDeals.com and give us a chance to serve you. Crossroads Building Supply offering best-in-class service to North Little Rock, Hot Springs, and surrounding areas. With quality products and stocks such as windows, doors, roofing, siding, and more, Crossroads Building Supply is able and ready to assist you with any project, large or small. Give them a call today at 501-801-7700 in North Little Rock or 501-624-2919 in Hot Springs and see what Crossroads can do for you on the web at CrossroadsBuildingSupply.com. Now is a great time to get on the water, kick back, and do some fishing. And the team at Max Perry Wings in Stuttgart is ready to help you out. Max Perry Wings in Stuttgart is your Tohatsu Outboard dealer. Tohatsu Outboards are affordably priced and backed by a five-year warranty. Max offers competitive prices and in-house financing, along with a service center with certified Tohatsu technicians. Fishing rods to guns, casual summer clothing to a new Tohatsu Outboard. Max has everything you need for summer fun. So stop by Max Perry Wings in Stuttgart today or do some browsing and shopping online at maxpw.com. It's the perfect day. You're just driving along, listening to your favorite music. The window's down. There's a cool breeze. Life is good. But wait, hold on a second. You're not wearing a seatbelt? You'd better put that on before that... Uh-oh, too late. Cops everywhere are stepping up enforcement, so you'd better buckle up or you will get caught. Sorry to ruin your day. Click it or ticket. A message from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. The Beach Boys. Live in concert. October 1st, Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Event Center. The Beach Boys return to the stage. Tickets on sale Friday, 10 a.m. at oaklawn.com. Don't miss the Beach Boys live. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Now, back to Drive Time Sports. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in. On the Buzz Radio Network, here is Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater, along with the Bart Reed, who will be returning in a moment. Watching the combine on ESPN2, I'm thinking the team that um, Jordan Walsh is playing with, they may want to um, head to the nearest Double B's, which would be several miles away, but I think they need some Gatorade. Look like they're running out of gas, so to speak. The 28-ounce Gatorade, two for $4.50. They need maybe a jump start. Um, maybe that 16-ounce Rockstar, an amp, uh, we're talking two for $4. Uh, or maybe those Little Debbie mini donuts, two for $2. That is just part of the May specials you'll find at your local Double B's. There's 32 of them, by the way, in the state of Arkansas, but I don't think there's one in Chicago. And uh, maybe you're needing some quick cash. All the Double B's locations have ATMs for your convenience. And be sure and sign up and pay with your Exxon credit card. You'll save 10 cents off a gallon at the pump. Can't beat that deal. It's Double B's. Where you gas it, grab it, and go. Make it double B's. Um, we are joined by the Bart Reed. 
Let me play this The Bart Reed intro. It's time for the Basketball Insider in Arkansas. It's pure sweats, skills, and trainings. Bart Reed, made possible by Martin Orthopedics. With locations in Little Rock, North Little Rock, Cabot, and Hot Springs Village, staffed with fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons and sports medicine specialists. For more information on the web, go to martinortho.care. Now, here's Bart Oh, by the way, Bart, from our Asher Record Service company, Live Feed and Feedback, Boombox yeah. says, Randy, perhaps Bart's segment should be renamed the Bart Reed Half Hour of Power. Hey, 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 he's talking my way. I like that. <laughs> All right, Bart. Um, when they did the Anthony Black one-on-one the other day, and when I say one-on-one, he's meeting with the media. Uh, I don't know if he was asked this. All I heard was the response. And it's Anthony Black was saying, as you were saying, the Wizards, they need a guard. So he yep. is even believing. Now, whether or not they have the Wizards have talked to him or not, who knows? Maybe you do know. But uh, that, that's pretty bold, is it not? Here you are a draft prospect, and you're kind of saying, well, I know the Wizards. They need a guard. They need me. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Well, I think this year, more so than probably years in the past, there's a lot less of, I think, you could get teams that could go with a guard or they need a forward. There there are really a lot of teams that need guards in the first round, which is is great for Anthony Black, great for Nick Smith, great for – uh, Grady Dick, Keontae George, all those guys. They need guards, but certainly it is funny how much information is passed. But as we know last year, the number one pick did not go in for an interview or a visit. Banchero, guys, remember, mm-hmm. did not go to the Magic for a workout or an interview. So everybody missed that one. So just because teams are interested in talking, just like as the Thunder spoke to Nick Smith, that doesn't necessarily mean anything except they're really interested in that player and they're looking at that position. But I certainly think that's a good place to start with the guard. I could see, easily see Anthony Black and or Nick Smith going at number eight. All right, Bart. Kind of take it one step further because – in listening to last night's analysis of the Boston-Miami game, and it turned out that, I guess you can say the analysis was correct, I, their claim, not their claim, their statement was, Boston is minus a point guard. I understand Tatum is a two. Brown is probably a two. Uh, Brogdon... I'm not sure what he is. I mean, he's a very good player. Same thing with Marcus Smart. But they're saying they don't have a point guard. So what exactly, when when these analysts are saying, what do they mean this team needs a point guard in the NBA? Well, what they mean now, so you could, so, so Randy, that's a great question. So if you want to look, so let's talk about the SEC because you look at the, the uh Sacramento just recently finished their series. When they say they want a point guard, they want someone like De'Aaron Fox that can get downhill with size and length and get a shot whenever he wants to get a shot. Doesn't mean he takes it, but they want a person that can catch the ball off the rebound or get the rebound and go end-to-end and get a bucket without having to pass, facilitate for someone else, ball screen or anything else and so that is the new age point guard it's not facilitate pass first score second it's score first facilitate second now you need a little less of that in Boston because Jason Tatum is a dynamic scorer but basically Randy Rick they're looking for someone that can get downhill get past a primary defender and basically is going to have to make a team account for him with two defenders Certainly in a ball screen situation, which the NBA is a high ball screen league, always has been, always will be, they have to account and almost put two people on that point guard at that particular instance 
so he can easily make decisions to score or get someone else a shot. So, Bart, you're not you're not. I mean, throw the mold away unless he's an Allen Iverson, but throw the mold away of that six one six two guard. I mean, they're, you're really saying again, Anthony Black, who is either six five and three quarters without his shoes on, or he's six yep. seven with shoes on. But they're looking for that length and size you talked about that we used to think was maybe a three. Yeah, maybe a three. And, and, and so, Randy, it's a great point, right? Because Coach Musselman came out and said, we think Anthony Black can play the one, two, or the three. Well, he can because he can guard a three. He can, has the length but uh, and can score an offense. But I cannot stress this enough, playing the college game on the Division One level, and knowing the NBA, NBA game like I do, you are what you can defend. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. If you're a two-guard but you can't defend the two, doesn't matter. You're not a two. And I think that's why what has kept like a Dusty Hannis out of the league for so long is because that has to happen. You have to be able to defend your position. Nick Smith is a one and a two. Anthony Black is a one and two and potentially a three. And NBA executives compare Anthony Black to this. I've heard it every time. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons came out with hmm. no jump shot. Anthony Black's is way better. His three-point shot's way better. Ben Simmons was extremely successful in certain aspects. And a lot of it is when you're that tall, guys, you can get your way out of trouble. You can jump up, make late decisions. Someone at 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, can do that. Someone better than 6'1". Six, six six, wow. I mean, it's positionless basketball. Now it's the, a different game. Now the new yep. age point guards and uh, okay, it, it's uh, it gets kind of dizzy sometimes. It's trying, yep, trying to keep up yep. with. I mean, it, it's like I used to always think that a a, a left handed pitcher uh, in baseball was gold. Now, almost Bart, if you're not six eight, legit six eight. And have those point guard type skills, then it's no wonder in some cases you're undervalued as it is. You know that's that's what makes this process fascinating. Did you realize that there were there are four players who are playing significant roles for the Miami Heat who were undrafted? Ah, uh, that's, that's undrafted. That. Undrafted, Mark. I did not know that. Hmm. So, so uh, Randy, do you know? Do you know who the best one is? I'm just curious. I'm asking. I have no clue. Who's the best player that's undrafted on that team? Do you know? Joe, can you help me out real quick? Struess is their three point. That's shooter. it. That's it. That was one of the guys they okay. were they were talking about. Gabe Vincent, Duncan Robinson. He doesn't spend a lot of time yeah. on the court, but he has the big contract. Undrafted. Hey. And that's because Bolster is a genius, and he's an analytics guy. Numbers, numbers, numbers. That's 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 it. Thank you, Bart. Hello, folks. It's Frank Thanks. Fletcher from the Fletcher Store right here in Sherwood. Well, today I want to talk to you about why I would like for you to consider Fletcher Dodge when you need a new or a pre-owned vehicle. You know, shopping for an automobile makes most people uncomfortable. It can be a stressful experience, but we want to take away the stress and give you a pleasant buying experience with 